Frida Kahlo, Lee Miller, Nico, Marilyn Monroe, Patty Boyd, Yoko Ono. How does one become a muse? Is it purely accidental or intentional? Or maybe it has nothing to do with beauty, but the power that one chooses to be untamed, or at least give off that illusion of nonchalant. In the words of the surrealist painter Lenora Carrington, I haven't got time to be anyone's muse. Welcome to Electric Radio Club. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Joey. Thank you so much for being here. I'm glad to have you. I'm excited for this week's discussion. If you're new to the show, welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hi, hello. Glad to have you. So here at Electric Radio Club, this is a music and talk podcast, and it's not like some other music podcasts that you probably are familiar with. Some other music podcasts I hear are, you know, something about music history or maybe about the artist's work or they talk about how they produce this great album or yada, 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 that sort of thing. This is not like that type of music podcast. This is where I create a playlist based on a certain topic of the day. And today I'm talking about being the anti-muse. Now, some of you are probably listening. You're like, I don't know how this applies to me. I don't get it. But just hold tight for a minute because I'm telling you it applies to everyone that's listening, no matter your gender. But in the opening, I listed off a few handful, a few handful, uh, (laughs) a list of some notably (laughs) well-known muses. And I got to thinking about how a lot of muses that have inspired great masterpieces of work and music and literature. A lot of are mostly women. There have been male muses like Van Gogh, I know, used his brother as a source of inspiration for paintings. But a lot of time it's mostly women that influence these great pieces of work. And a lot of times those women were already artists on their own. But their work gets overlooked because the main, the thing that's being shined on them is that they were the muse for someone else's work and it gets overlooked. And I've been thinking a lot about this. Like, how does one become a muse? Is it, does that particular person allow themselves to be the muse or do they chase after it? Like, for example, I gave, you know, Nico, I I said Nico in the beginning. I was reading in, uh, well, I never finished the book. Don't judge me. I start a lot of books, but don't finish reading them. But I was reading uh, a segment one time in the book called The Oral History of Punk Rock. And there was a part where they were mentioning that Nico was going out with Iggy Pop. She had a laundry list of rock star lovers, but Iggy Pop was one of them. And there was a discussion that she chased after the song. Like the reason why she was with that particular artist is because she wanted to be the influence for the next piece of writing. Now that very well could be, this is a book that stated that this was actually true, but it could be a rumor. I'm not sure. You know, it could be, he said, she said, he said sort of thing. Wow. 
Sally sells seashells <laughs> down by the seashore. Anyways, got a little tongue-tied there. But I got to thinking, like, was it just based that she was just a, an extravagantly gorgeous woman that she was Iggy Pop was allured by? You know, like, can't blame him. Or did she really chase after being the source of influence for his, that particular line of work that he was creating? But then, again, like, she was her own type of artist, but we overlook that. We always kind of look at who was that guy inspired by. So I've stumbled upon a few pieces of history where women, you know, they were artists and creators, but they are often overlooked and they wanted to be their own source of influence. Frida Kahlo is a great example of this because she did a lot of self-portraits and she's famously known for painting herself. And on, on top of that, some people might see it as, you know, maybe self-involved, a little bit of narcissism, but I disagree. I'm, I'm going to go into this a little bit later. But on, to piggyback on top of that, about is it wrong to be your own influence? And I don't think so. I don't think it's a form of narcissism. I think if you're confident in who you are, that is inspirational. But I can easily see how some might look at it a different way. But I think it depends on who that person is. If you think that the world evolves around you, then we might be talking about narcissism. And you might, should probably consider talking to a therapist. But another thing that got me inspired for this week's playlist was I started watching the new series on Amazon called Daisy Jones and the Six. It's great. I won't give too much away. I know it was a best-selling book. Did not know that. Or maybe I did and I started reading it and just never finished it. That would be typical of me. Um, but in this particular episode, without giving too much away, you know, Daisy is trying to become, you know, a singer, a front woman of a band. And people, men in the entertainment industry are just enamored by her. They think she's this wonderful muse, this wonderful influence for their own line of work. And there's a particular scene where she tells like this, I don't know if he was an executive or a writer, she tells him off, pretty much saying like, I I'm gonna be my own influence. Like don't use my words as your work, pretty much. And I like that. And you know what? That happens a lot. People get influenced by other people and they claim it as their own. But you know, that's, kind of going in a little bit too in depth of like creating art. But I want to talk about how you can be your own influence, whether you are an artist or not. If you're not set out to be the next, you know, big blockbuster movie star or the lead singer of a band, you could just be doing you. And I think that's important. I think it's important to be your own influence. So I have a really fun playlist for you this week. And I don't think if you are confident that is not being show-offy or full of yourself. You know, think about it. Has anyone ever paid you a compliment? And how do you respond to that? Do you push it away or do you take it? Think about like maybe you were dressed up nice for an event and someone complimented on what you were wearing. Or maybe you were awarded something you know, when you were a kid, like let's say you won the spelling bee when you were little, or maybe you were a scholar and all these studies that you did and you 
achieved like the highest point of academia. Or maybe someone just said to you at work, thanks for picking up the slack or covering so-and-so who couldn't make it in. We really appreciate it. Those acknowledgements make you feel good because in most cases, you were just being yourself. You were being that helping hand. You, you know, just presented yourself in a different way that made other people think like, oh, I, that person looks nice. That person really put in one for the team. You were just being yourself. And I think it's important to look about how you accept those compliments because that is a form of influence. When people compliment you, that is a source of influence, a source of inspiration. I know it sounds silly, but it's true. I mean, think about we live in a world where people take selfies all the time. You may not take selfies, but let's think about it. Most of us usually do, whether it's with a friend or by yourself. So I want you to think about when you're being your own muse, the last time you took a picture of yourself, how do you view yourself? Do you sit there and nitpick about how you look? Or do you go a little bit more confidently in the world? Do you think, yeah, you know what, this is me. I don't like the 11s between my brows. You know, I got, you know, more age spots on my face because I have a lot of freckles. But that's me, you know, I'm owning it. So I want you to think about when you're listening to this playlist, how you amuse yourself. How are you your own influence? And I think you're going to have fun with this because this playlist is a little bit all over the place, but it's fun. So what I've got going on here today is we're going to start it off with a little Aretha. Got some PJ Harvey on here, some Courtney Barnett, some Stooges. You know, I mentioned it earlier. Got some White Stripes, a little Roxette. And um, I absolutely love, I know Neil Young isn't on this, uh, isn't on Spotify anymore. Neil, I hope you consider coming, making a comeback. Same thing with you, Joni. But one of my favorite, like, muse songs is Unknown Legend, Unknown Legend by Neil Young. But I have a, co- uh, not a copy, a cover on here by Shovels and Rope with the Shaky Graves. It's great. It's definitely still got that Neil Young feel to it, that alt- that alternative country, you know, kind of vibe. So I think you're going to like this one. I got some George Harrison. I'm going to finish it off with some Nico and some New Order. So, but, so this is kind of all over the place. It's kind of having fun with being the muse and also the anti-muse. Like, I have the Rihanna song on here, Needed Me. Like, you needed me to be that source of inspiration. So it's a little, like, tongue-in-cheek with this playlist, but it's fun. And it's all over the place, so I hope you enjoy listening. Now, before I go, a couple of reminders about the show. Um, If you are streaming this on Apple, I, like in all my shows, I include the link to the playlist so you can directly download it. You know, maybe you don't want to sync it up to the podcast you want to save it to your own library you can do that um, if you are a Spotify listener now Apple people will you subscribe to be a Spotify listener I'm telling you you'll get more bang for your buck if you really um, listen to this playlist I'm sorry this podcast on Spotify because after I'm done talking 
it goes right to the songs. You don't have to worry about anything. You just got to sit back and relax and enjoy, and you get the full effect of the show. So just something to consider. I know. But you'll just have to, Apple listeners, you'll just have to make that one extra step, go to the playlist, and you can see the songs for this week's uh, episode. Also, don't forget that I am also doing a radio show on AMP. That is an Amazon software, not software, Amazon program. It's linked to Amazon. But I do that every Sunday morning. Yes, no talking. I just play music. It's a little old school. So, and I also will include the link to that if you want to just listen to some music on your Sunday mornings or Sunday evening, Monday morning, wherever you are at in the world. Um, I'm trying to get all across many avenues to showcase my love of music. So, um, and like always, I include in the show notes my sources of references for anything that I might discuss, along with my Instagram and all that other fun stuff that you can check out. Another thing to keep in mind, I do link all the albums that are included in this week's playlist. So if you hear something and you're like, I gotta own that, well, fear no more or don't worry about it because you can just go right to the show notes and you can select the link to that album and then it's yours for keep, yours for keeping. Great, all right, so. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks again for listening. And like always, you should turn it up. And that's the show. Thanks so much for tuning into Electric Radio Club. I greatly appreciate it. If you want to continue to get inspired, you can follow me on Instagram at Joey Francis. There you'll have access to my website as well as information on my weekly radio show that I host on AMP. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you next time.